There's a dynamic shift underway in land stewardship and restoration work in the Twin Cities. Two nonprofit environmental organizations headed by white men in the past are now led by Native women. Matthew Holding Eagle III explores what's described as a historic facelift. Maggie Lorenz leads the tour. Right now we're in the offices of Wakanti Biawayangapi in the First National Bank building, downtown St. Paul, overlooking the Mississippi River or the Hahawakba. And we're currently leasing these offices until we develop and build Wakantipi Center, and then we'll move in there. Lorenz is executive director of Wakantipi Awanyagapi. In Dakota, the name means those who care for the dwelling place of the sacred. The organization used to be known as the Failing Creek Project. It works with the Bruce Vento Nature Sanctuary along the Mississippi River in St. Paul. Lorenz has headed the organization since 2019. Our mission is to engage people to honor and care for our natural places and the sacred sites and cultural value within them. Lorenz is a citizen of the Turtle Mountain Band of Ojibwe and the Spirit Lake Dakota Nation. Joining her in reshaping the leadership landscape is Shelley Buck. She's a citizen and former president of the Prairie Island Indian community southeast of the metro. For the last year, she's been working two jobs. One is vice president of Prairie Island, and the other is president of Oamani Yomini Okodoyapi, Dakota for Friends of the Falls, the organization's original name in English. I have no life. <laughs> Work is life. <laughs> it's had different names over the years, too. Oamani, St. Anthony Falls. And now it may be best known as the site of the Stone Arch Bridge. Buck says she and Lorenz are each other's biggest supporters. When she asked me if she should take the position she's in, I'm like, heck yeah, go for it. I think that'll be great. If they have the faith in you, do it. Both agree there's a hunger for the leadership and programming that explores the experience and knowledge that Indigenous people have to share. Buck says the shift toward Native women-led organizations is a redefining moment. As Dakota people, we're a matriarch society. Women are the keepers of the family. We're the life givers. And I think I'm a little different than a lot of Dakota women. I have that compassionate side, but I also don't have a problem bringing out the stronger side. One of Buck's board members, Dana Thompson, is a lineal descendant of the Midewakanton, Dakota. She's the co-founder and former co-owner of the celebrated Awamni restaurant, just yards from the falls. She sees the change in leadership at both organizations as an important social shift. It's been extraordinary to watch the transition, and I believe that, you know, we're in a renaissance in our culture right now, and people are realizing that more women in leadership is better for so many reasons. You know, empathic leadership, compassion, vulnerability, understanding of sustainability, and how all of our actions impact our past and future ancestors. Over the last year, the organization has been working on a visitor center focused on the cultural and historical significance of the area. Thompson says because of the many stakeholders involved, Buck is perfect for the job. Whether it's the park board or the city or the Army Corps of Engineers or all of the funders that will need to get this up and running, she was the right person. And so when she actually took the job, I literally did a dance. When asked about the progress, Buck's eyes light up. We've been so successful and... It has been so surprising to see the outside community really support our idea and and what we're doing. And it's like Dana said, it's almost like a renaissance. You know, see this total change in people's minds, and it's great. Owamini Yomini Okodoyapi plans to finalize a site design later this year. Construction on Wakan Tipi Awanyagapi's 9,000-square-foot interpretive center in St. Paul will begin in 2024 with an opening plan the following year. I'm Matthew Holding Eagle III. NPR News.